Sometimes I wish I could boldly go where no man's gone before. Welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts, Brian and Paul. Hello and welcome to episode 39. Season. <sighs> they stood here. Stood here, folks. Back by <sighs> public demand. I asked for a Ferengi and this is why. <laughs> What's a Ferengi? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> So this, we're still carrying on with Star Trek. We are. We After are. our brilliant episode last week about um, the, the, where no man's gone before, pilot. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous that was. I can't believe how much information and all the facts we got right. And it's just, I can't believe it's just seamlessly. It's seamless. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's go on to this one. <laughs> the next generation. Yeah, Star Trek. The next generation. 1987. Yes, to 1994. Yes, seven seasons. 178 episodes. I've got 176. No, I think But then uh, sometimes they split the first one into two, and there's other ones they can split into two as well. So, yeah. Four films. Four films. Four films. And they are... <laughs> Start that again, we just had this. Generations. Yeah, Generations. First Contact. Yeah. Uh, the boring one on the planet. <laughs> Insurrection. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and Nemesis. And Nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis. Not as many as the original, but then we talked about it last time, so yes. Make notes, make notes. Apparently, this takes place in the year 2364. Oh, right. 100 years after the first five year mission. It's actually 86, I think. 86 years, it's got 100 years. Well, they're, they're, they're making it oh, up. Oh, okay. <laughs> they wish it was 100 years. <laughs> but anyway, yes, we're going to zoom in on Picard. <laughs> yeah, bald edge. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, first of all, we get the talk over. Oh, yeah, the space. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise, its continuing mission. To explore strange new worlds, seek out new life, new civilizations, and to go boldly go where no one has gone before. Because yeah. that's obviously what Shatner used to. Uh, yeah, well, you did it last week. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, well, I'm just pointing out to this. No, that's obviously what Shatner used to do, but Picard changed it. It's continuing there. Yeah. I love last week how you sung it that belonged to the thing. Oh, well, <laughs> it was not to be missed. Yeah, yeah that's not right, to be missed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, they're on their way to Denier before uh, to the Far Point station. Captain's log, stardate 41153.7. Our destination is planet Deneb 4, beyond which lies the great unexplored mass of the galaxy. My orders are to examine Far Point a starbase built there by the inhabitants of that world. Meanwhile, I am becoming better acquainted with my new command, this galaxy-class USS Enterprise. I am still somewhat in awe of its size and complexity. As for my crew, we are short in several key positions, most notably a first officer, but I am informed that a highly experienced man, one Commander William Riker, will be waiting to join the ship at our Deneb 4 destination. To investigate yeah. the bandy who live there. Um, they've built this station they want Starfleet to use, but it's such high specs, you know, they're sort of a backwards culture. They're just wondering how have they done this? 
Let's face it, he's in a new ship. Yeah, it's yeah. a galaxy class. Yeah, this is galaxy, yeah. This is a new... And this is 1701D. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got here, he's got, got a great pose of Picard. Yeah. And he narrates the new command. Yes. Yeah. It, it all goes through, you know, the yeah. little monologue there. Yeah. He has a chat with Data. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop. Snoop. Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, no, he says, he says, we're going to have a Snoop around. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And Data has no idea what Snoop yeah, is, because he's an right. idiot, apparently. <laughs> well, he's not, is he? Let's be fair. Yeah, but he's been in Starfleet for 23 years. He think he would have picked up some of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just because later on, of course, you start to learn all this about Data, how long he's been in Starfleet. And, uh, Obviously, it's the pilot episode, so that bit's really established. Yes, okay, well, I'll let you off that. Then. Yeah. Then, no, it's mixed point that he's got no first officer, and he's going to pick him up at Farpoint Station, Farpoint, where yeah. the USS Hood will uh, be leaving him. Yeah. Is it Troy? Troy, yeah. Yeah, she's on the bridge. She, she senses a powerful mind, doesn't she? The, the, the... Yeah, I was watching it. I don't know how she knew I was there, but you know, she oh, I don't know that is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not that sort of mind. <laughs> <laughs> then a big barrier appears. Yes, yeah, force field sort of appears, doesn't it? Yeah, right in front of their path. Yeah. That's a bugger, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they can't go round it, they can't go through it. Apparently they have to queue. Oh no, Q appears. Oh, <laughs> we all know all about Q. Yeah. yeah, he appears on the bridge as an old naval captain. Yeah, talking all like a sea time. I think it's talking like a pirate day, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. bring a pirate to work day. <laughs> it just needs a parrot. He's like a Spanish uh, sea captain, isn't he? Yeah. Of like, the 17th century. And uh, I've got it. First man in red gets it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get killed, though. Well. They get to sick bay off camera. Yeah, <laughs> he gets it. He does. He gets cold. He gets cold. Yeah, he freezes him, doesn't he? Presumably. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Picard uh, uh, Cates is going to say, "Look, it was set to stun." Yeah. You know, he would not have harmed you. Yeah. Accused of, would you allow yourself to be captured by your, these savages? Yeah. And he, I think he then says, "All right, if this doesn't suit your uh, needs, yeah, and he changed. changes into a US." Soldier, I presume. Yeah, 1940s, like. Yeah. He said the problem is the commies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to get back to take care of the commies. Yeah. And because this is nonsense, it's centuries old nonsense. Yeah. We don't do this anymore. Then he changes into a future soldier. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah, the military was controlled by drugs at this time. Yeah. Bit of a strange one. It was, I think it is, yeah, I'm guessing, yeah. yeah. And, uh,. And uh, Picard said, look, we've made rapid progress. Yeah, we're yeah, not we're like basically, Q report comes on, doesn't he? he? He accuses the human race, doesn't he? Yeah, being, our type of being warmongers and... Uh, he knows this. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. got our number. <laughs> He's probably had a word with the big heads from the, from the, the cage. Yeah. They didn't like us either. No, they, well, they looked at our street. Don't touch. <laughs> uh, uh, so he's accusing us, isn't he? Yes. And... Um, and Picard says, who are you to judge us, you know? Yeah. You know, we... You know nothing think, about... Yeah. About and then Q likes his idea of judging, doesn't he? Yeah. So he prepares to leave and he says, you know, I'm, I'm going to take you at your word. Isn't yeah, it? then he sort of disappears. Yeah. You, you're... In a puff of light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Picard said, let's see what this galaxy starship can do. Uh, but he, first he gets data, say, about a saucer set, how to saucer set a warp. 
60s is and basically it's inadvisable yeah. at any warp speed yeah and it goes theoretical it can be done <laughs> yeah Thou art notified that thy kind hath infiltrated the galaxy too far already. Thou art directed to return to thine own solar system immediately. That's quite a directive. Would you mind identifying what you are? We call ourselves the Cube. Well, thou mates call me that. It's all much the same thing. I present myself to thee as a fellow ship captain. That thou mayst better understand me. Go back whence thou camest. Stay where thou art. Data call medics. He's frozen. He would not have injured you. Do you recognize this? The stun setting? Knowing humans as thou dost, Captain, wouldst thou be captured helpless by them? Now go back, or thou shalt most certainly die. Captain's log supplementary. The frozen form of Lieutenant Torres has been rushed to sickbay. The question now is the incredible power of the Q being. Do we dare oppose it? little centuries go by so rapidly. Perhaps I will better understand this. Actually, the issue at stake is patriotism. You must return to your world and put an end to the commies. All it takes are a few good men. What? That nonsense is centuries behind us. But you can't deny that you're still a dangerous, savage child race. Most certainly I deny it. I agree we still were when the humans wore costumes like that 400 years ago which time you slaughtered millions in silly arguments about how to divide the resources of your little world and 400 years before that you were murdering each other in quarrels over tribal god images since then there are no indications that humans will ever change but even when we wore costumes like that we'd already started to make rapid progress oh yeah you want to review your rapid progress Rapid progress to where humans learn to control their military with drugs. Sir, Sigbay reports Lieutenant Torres' condition is better. Oh, concern for one's fellow comrade. How touchy. And now a personal request, sir. Permission to clean up the bridge. Lieutenant Worf is right, <laughs> sir. Security chief, I can't just stand here and let... Yes, you can, Lieutenant Yah. Oh, better. And later... On finally reaching deep space, humans, of course, found enemies to fight out there, too. And to broaden those struggles, you again found allies for still more murdering. The same old story all over again. No. The same old story is the one we're meeting now. Self-righteous life forms who are eager not to learn, but to prosecute, to judge anything they don't understand or can't tolerate. What an interesting idea. Prosecute and judge. Suppose it turns out we understand you humans only too well. We've no fear of what the true facts about us will reveal. Facts about you? Splendid, splendid, Captain. You're a veritable fountain of good ideas. There are preparations to make. But when we next meet, Captain, we'll proceed exactly as you suggest. 
Well, yeah, Picard the, the, the prepares to burst through the barrier using no comms whatsoever. Oh, yeah, because he says, oh, off comms, we won't pronounce only. Yeah, yeah, go back to paper. See, yeah, paper. yeah, paper's always come back. Oh. We're using punch tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, yeah, he, does, he, he shouts it out, though, doesn't he, though? Yeah. Print out only to all decks. <laughs> yeah. So... They force their way. And he, he tells that he tell um I remember he tells someone to go down to engineering and prepare for ma- maximum warp. I think it is warp. I think it is as well because yeah. he's he's at the he's not security or anything this time. He's on the uh, yeah. He's on the fly bit. Yeah, on the fly. <laughs> I know all about this. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they they get through, don't they? They don't get through. They they go along. Oh, that's right. yeah. And then. The ball still chases them. them. It turns into a ball. <laughs> Ooh, chase, get you. Rubber ball. <laughs> chase me, chase me. And we're getting up to warp for like 9.3. I've got, yeah, 9.8, I think. They get, they get to 9.8. Yeah. And that's the ball was getting up to 9.8, but the Enterprise is only at 9.4. Yeah. He says, it's going to catch us no matter what. And then... Um, they decide to detach the saucer. Part of the enterprise, don't they? Yeah, it's just let's, let's go to the battle bridge. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's all very tense and dramatic poses yeah, they, on the battle bridge. There's lots of poses on the battle bridge. As a uh, Oh yeah, he says to walk, but you stay with the saucer section. Yeah, okay. he doesn't want to. He's no, an he's armor and cling on. Cling on what? Yeah, wolf's a cling on. I suppose yeah. you should point that out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. It's because I should point with a wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still, still dressed in grandma's clothes. What, what big ears you've got, grandma? <laughs> what big forehead you have? <laughs> and he says, and because you're a Starfleet officer. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do as I Yeah. Does and tell you. Yeah. So he leaves him behind. <laughs> they should have left them all behind, really, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he better so by himself. He, he turns the. You will command the saucer section, Lieutenant. Klingon, sir. For me to seek escape when my captain goes into battle... You are a Starfleet officer, Lieutenant. Aye, sir. Make the mark, Data. Battle bridge round and decides to attack the no, force field. No, he doesn't. Well, I've got, he does. He torpedoes and detonates. No, no. The torpedo <laughs> is, is a distraction. It's ah. not to attack. It's why they separate the ship. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a distraction. Yeah. And then he comes to a full stop and yeah. surrenders. <laughs> 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 Just like any great captain would on the first side of trouble. Yeah. We'll hold this position and wait for them. That will bring them here in just minutes, sir. Will we make a fight of it, Captain? If we can at least damage their ship, we have We're a down. chance. Are you recommending that we fight a life form that can do all those things? I'd like to hear your advice. I spoke before I thought, sir. We should look for some way to distract them from going after the saucer. All forward motion stopped, sir. Thank you, Connor. Commander, signal the following in all languages and on all frequencies. We surrender. State that we are not asking for any terms or conditions. Aye, sir. All language forms and frequencies. Yeah. I think, but then Picard is French. 
<laughs> so his first option is to surrender. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Bonjour, you cheese-eating surrender monkeys. Get transported to a courtroom. Yes. Don't oh, no. they? I've got this bright white light and the post-apocalyptic courtroom. Yeah. Yeah. I've then got Steve Strange appears from Visage on a hover chair. Because <laughs> if that's not Steve Strange in a hover chair, yeah, I don't know like, what is. It's a cross between Steve Strange and um, Julian Perry, isn't it? <laughs> but if you ever watch the uh, on a hover George chair, George appears in the hover chair dressed as a nun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. You can agree he's done a nun. Um, prisoners understand and God sits down. <laughs> yeah. We've got the floating chair floating around a bit. Yeah, we've got a... Uh, Bad stunt, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I've got Tasha Yar, well, a block. A bloke, sorry. Yeah, beats up the guard. He does, yeah. He does. He's definitely a man. He's clearly a man, yeah. isn't he? You'll be glad this is the only time they do that, but he is clearly a man. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't care what angle that camera's at, that's a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because before, she was definitely a girl. Yeah. There was bits, I could notice. She was a girl, and now she's not. <laughs> Anyway, she speaks out after knocking the guard to the ground and uh, Steve Strange freezes her. <laughs> cute, it's cute, it's still cute. Oh, cute. Which I like, I put in brackets, he freezes it, which I thought was handy. Yeah. I think women get out, you just freeze them. <laughs> I think it's fair. It's usually that way around, though, isn't it? <laughs> you know, just stare at us and they freeze around. <laughs> And he says, the prisoners will not be harmed until found guilty. Yeah. And then the podcast says, you're going back on your own words, you just froze her. Yeah. And he goes, this is a merciful call. Yeah. So he unfreezes her. Mm. <laughs> but basically, he's prosecuting them as being a savage race. Yeah, savage race. He says, then you will admit you're guilty or die. <laughs> so choices yeah. he gives them. Goes, yeah. It's fair yeah. enough. The car gets Dayton to, to repeat the conversation, doesn't it? Yeah. To them. And it bamboozles him for a second. He realises that he's got him, hasn't he? He's sort of mixed his words, hasn't he? Yeah. So uh, Picard is right. So Picard asks to be tested, doesn't he? They, yeah. He says he says we are guilty, but we're provisionally. Yeah. He goes test us on who we are now. Yes. How far we've come. And you know we have a long mission ahead of us. There are a number of tests. And Q says, "Well, this mission you're on now will be test enough, I believe." Yeah. Isn't? More or less, yeah. Yeah, he knows what's supposed to be cut. He's read the script. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got a part copy. Yeah. So now they're back on the bridge. Yeah. And we assume you mean this will be a fair trial. Yes. Absolutely equitable. Before this gracious court now appear these prisoners to answer for the multiple and grievous savageries of the species. I'll plead you, criminal. If I may, Captain. Objection, Your Honor. In the year 2036, the new United Nations declared that no Earth citizen could be made to answer for the crimes of his race or forebears. Objection denied. This is a court of the year 2079, by which time more rapid progress had caused all United Earth nonsense to be abolished. Tasha, no. I must. Because I grew up in a world that allowed things like this court. And it was people like these that saved me from it. 
This so-called court should get down on its knees to what Starfleet is, what it represents. to learn about humans if you think you can torture us or frighten us into silence. Will she live? Uncertain. When he froze Lieutenant Torres on the bridge, we had our sickbay to help thaw him out. You will answer the charges, criminal. What? Of this? A death? Or worse? You promise the prisoners will not be harmed. We plead nothing so long as you break your own rules. I suggest you center your attention on this trial, Captain. It may be your only hope. I suggest you are now having second thoughts about it. You are considering that if you conduct a fair trial, which was your promise, you may lose. Lose? Yes, even though you're judge and prosecutor. And jury! <laughs> Accepted. So long as you keep to your agreement, and assaulting a prisoner is hardly a fair trial. This is a merciful court. Continuing these proceedings, I must caution you that legal trickery is not permitted. This is a court, court of, of fact. We humans know our past, even when we're ashamed of it. I recognize this court system as the one that agreed with that line from Shakespeare. Kill all the lawyers. Which was done. Leading to the rule, guilty until proven innocent. Of course. Bringing the innocent to trial would be unfair. You will now answer to the charge of being a grievously savage race. Grievously savage could mean anything. I will answer only specific charges. Are you certain you want a full disclosure of human ugliness? So be it, fool. Present the charges! And they're on their way to Farpoint Station. Yeah, and here we meet Riker. Yeah, first officer. Commander. Commander. William Riker. Yeah. And waiting for Picard. Yeah. And... He goes to see Groppler. <laughs> well, he, he, he fancies an apple, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes to Groppler's office, and uh, Groppler offers him, here's some uh, delicacies, would you like one? He goes, oh, if there's an apple. Yeah. Oh, I don't see. And Groppler's like, oh, sorry, apples, no one told me. Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, wait, there was another section yeah. on the table that wasn't there five seconds ago. Yeah. Suddenly there's, a, there's an apple. There's, there's an apple. And suddenly the apple appears. And uh, Groppler says, well, you know, just because you didn't notice it, does it make it less tasty? Yeah. I'm Commander Riker. I thought you'd want to know we've still no word from your vessel. I trust we made your waiting comfortable. Luxurious is more like it. Good. Good. Would I seem ungrateful if I ask for some information? Anything. Fascinating, the advanced materials used in constructing this space station. Your energy surplus must be as abundant as I've heard. Geothermal energy is one of the great blessings of this planet. I'll have all the details of that sent to your quarters. Thank you. But it still seems incredible to me that you could have constructed this station so rapidly and so so perfectly suited to our needs. Would you care for an Earth delicacy, Commander? Well, if there's an apple... I'm sorry, Commander. Oh, it doesn't matter. What I was saying was... I'll be damned. Ah, yes. There was another selection here. Grapple, I could have sworn this wasn't here a minute ago. And did your failure to notice it make it unwelcome? Not at all, Grapple. I trust it will be the same with Farpoint Station Commander. A few easily answered questions about it 
won't make Starfleet appreciated less. And it's delicious. Thank you. Good morning, Grappler's Horn. Good morning. You have been told not to do that. Why can't you understand? It will arouse their suspicion. And if that happens, we will have to punish you. We will. I promise you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm, but then, when Michael leaves, he cross with the room. Yeah, <laughs> he shouts the room. I told you not to do that. Yeah. You Actually, would be punished if you do that again. Just out in mid air to no one in particular. Or is he? Oh, yeah, or is he? Well, we don't know yet. Mm. We haven't got there yet. But then, shopping with the crushers. Yeah, we've got <laughs> Dr. Crusher. Yeah. Will, Will Reed. We'll wait in. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait in Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, uh, Data the Ford or whatever his name is. Geordie. Geordie. Well, she hasn't got the accent or anything. Fuck on the tie and all that. Where are you? Where are you? Which is quite good seeing he's blind. Where are you? Yeah, he's, he's shopping with the uh, crushers and he's, he's telling her, he noticed things strange around here. Like saying to yeah, her. because Dr. Crusher fancies this dress, doesn't Well, she? what happens is she goes, oh, it's, you're a bit fanciful. I know you want to impress Captain Picard, but, yeah. you know, you can't make up a problem where there isn't one type of suggestion she's all oh, this fabric's lovely if only it was in gold yeah then suddenly it is it is in gold, <laughs> gold yeah. yeah and she goes that wasn't and uh, Will says to her this wasn't in gold before there was no gold on there no she goes oh maybe there is more to this no now Riker's now met Picard hasn't he yeah Riker reports it's, 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 what happens is Georgie reports to Riker it says the uh, Enterprise has arrived without the saucer section. Yeah, which is... And, uh, and then Riker reports to Picard. And Picard sort of gives him a bit of a cold shoulder. And He's a little bit cold to him, yeah. yeah he is. And then Riker watches a rerun of Star Trek Next got. Generation, <laughs> even before it starts. They're already on the reruns. <laughs> 54 minutes later, the saucer appears. That's it, that's it. Did you work for When's this in the video? This is now. Spaceballs. Spaceballs the movie. So, um, Picard tells Riker he's got to connect the saucer to the, to the battle bridge, but he's got to do it manually. Yeah. Now, manually to me was sort of hands-on. Yeah. Sort of grab. Putting the wheels, yeah. levers. Apparently not. No. If, not. I could, if I could do manual stuff at work by telling other people to do it, that'd be great. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure, but yeah. Yeah. Basically, he just says left a bit, right a bit, <laughs> keep going. Oh, oh, you scratched it. Back a bit. That'll buff out. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that was like it when we got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's factory damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, you can buff that out. You can buff that out. That's factory error. Oh, that thing's supposed to be on fire. They connect. Yeah. Mm. Picard and Riker connect. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we've got... Riker appears in uh, Picard's office again, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, 54 minutes has already gone by as the sorcerer's now here and Riker's managed to do all this. Yeah. So he's already yeah. back. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 did I hear that? Maybe they it's four minutes away. <laughs> four minutes, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think they've got the warp 
themselves, can I get a warp to the source of section? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not my friend to come to the planet. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but then um, uh, Picard questions Riker about his, son, his decision as number one officer. Well, Picard, first of all, he has his Starbucks coffee, I know. <laughs> Basically, it's a Starbucks coffee sitting on the side. It's yeah. the future. <laughs> They're everywhere. And yeah, it, Picard sort of questions his judgment about previous missions, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, but then Riker states his point and he's, you know, why he wouldn't let his captain beam down or yeah. pan it? And Picard seems happy that he stood his ground and. Yeah, no. yeah. Basically, he put is, himself in front. Of this him. is look. They've given me a, a boatload of children. I don't know how to handle children. You're going to have to help me. Now, luckily, this is the eighties because in the seventies, it would have been a totally different set <laughs> of fish. That that catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a Radio One DJ that could help us out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now then, now then, let's not yeah. go there. <laughs> well, I've, I've got here. Picard doesn't feel comfortable with kids in brackets, not since the accusations. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, like everything's coming out of the game. From that, from that point, yeah? yeah. So we've got to that point. Now, a strange thing. Suddenly, Data is with Bones. Yes. I don't know why. <laughs> and he's walking up. Bones apparently is now 137 years old. Well, just before that bit, there's another strange bit where Dr. Crusher is talking to Georgie about it, Geordie about his visor. For no reason. <laughs> she just is. Oh, yeah, she's nice giving it a spring clean, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She takes it off. And, and she says, oh, why can't you use this or that? And he says, oh, it hurts my eyes. Or if I use this medication, my yeah. eyes wouldn't work as well. There's a little bit about that. Yeah, and this is like the latest yeah. technology. It's one-off, one of a kind. Yeah, but then you say, it jumps to data with, with McCoy. <laughs> But that's the point. Why Data? Why isn't Dr. Crusher talking to Bones? No, no. It's just... <laughs> I don't understand. It got me there. It's, it's, yeah, the, the uh, Admiral. It's Admiral McCoy. Yeah. He's having a tour of the ship, and it's Data's taking him back to the shuttlecraft or whatever, so he can go back to the hood and carry on his journey. But, and he's supposed to be 137 years old. Yeah, that's what I got. But the only reason I could think they got Bones to talk to Data is because Data's Spock like he's a computer isn't he and that's what he says about it well I could tell you a real reason if you wanted no don't go there it was supposed to be Leonard Nimoy was it yeah Leonard Nimoy was supposed to be the one doing the cameo but, uh, but the talks broke down and that, so then they got so then they got to Kelly to do it yeah but you're still like but why yeah I know. What was this whole scene written and done, yeah. and we just got to put him in? Then surely Bones should be talking to Doctor Crusher. Yeah, you think they could have changed that bit? Yeah, changed because they're both doctors. Yeah, we more. I could see the reason behind it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I was a doctor. But it's scene. still good to see older. Uh, oh yeah, it's good to see Kelly. It's just a strange. You do much. I think this is the last time we've done any Star Trek with this. He's in the film, isn't he? Yeah, he's in like. Uh, He's in not the next generation ones, but no. he's in the original ones. Yeah, he? but yeah, I think is he in the one where the next gen meet? No, he's not. Is he not in that? No, one? he's not in that no. generation today. But anyway, anyway, so, so it's yeah. a throwaway scene. It is very. Yes, sir. Where will I find Commander Data? Commander Data is on special assignment, sir. He's using our shuttlecraft to transfer an admiral over to the hood. An admiral? He's been aboard all day, sir, checking over medical layout. 
Why a shuttlecraft? Why wouldn't he just beam over? I suppose he could, sir. But the Admiral is a rather remarkable man. If you got some reason you want my atoms scattered all over space, boy. No, sir. But at your age, sir, I thought you shouldn't have to put up with the time and trouble of a shuttlecraft. Hold it right there, boy. Sir? What about my age? Sorry, sir. If that subject troubles you. Troubles me? What's so damn troublesome about not having died? How old do you think I am anyway? 137 years, Admiral, according to Starfleet records. Explain how you remember that so exactly. I remember every fact I'm exposed to, sir. I don't see no points on your ears, boy. But you sound like a Vulcan. No, sir. I'm an android. Hmm. Almost as bad. I thought it was generally accepted, sir, that Vulcans are an advanced and most honorable race. They are, they are. Damn annoying at times. Yes, sir. Well, this is a new ship, but she's got the right name. Now, you remember that, you hear? I will, sir. You treat her like a lady. She'll always bring you home. We then got Riker meets Troy. No, I've got um, Q shows up. Oh, does he? He's telling them to hurry up. He goes, out of your 24 hours, 11 hours are up. I bet the listeners probably going to wish he'd turn yeah, on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently, because Picard is chatting to the hood captain and oh, he's French or something, is it? and yeah. uh, Q's saying, you haven't got time for this nonsense. Yeah. So, time for cracking his watch card up. And Picard says, you must let us do it at our own pace, as we would do about interviewing, yeah. to get the best judge of us. Then he disappears again. Yeah. But then, yeah, Riker and Troy meet up. Yeah, They're right. old boyfriend, girlfriend. So he was stationed on the home world. Yeah, I know, obviously it's going to come out later on in the series, but at this point, it's just, they know each other, don't they? Yeah, this is very like the motion picture, where you had uh, Decker and Ilea. Because oh, this is who they're based on, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so, but then, yeah, then we're back at the uh, Bandy City, aren't we? Yeah, Troy feels that the planet is talking to her, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, She can feel the suffering, it's all. There's a big voice coming from somewhere. She sits his longing and despair, but that's yeah. just listening to us. Probably. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Bandy threatened them with Ferengi at one point, didn't they? Because they're saying, why are you asking so many questions yes. about our station? Just be faithful, it's here. Yeah. And he says, well, they, then the um, Grop class says, well, if you're interested, maybe the Ferengi will be interested. Yeah. I've got the uh, Hensman? Henswoman? I fancies Riker. Does she? Yeah, there's, there's one on there that fancies Riker. She tells him where he can go find data. Oh, that's right. She gives him a longing look. Yeah. And that's the, the bit before, that's when he's with McCoy, isn't it? Uh, no, no, this is the holodeck. That's later on. on. Hol- yeah, that's later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. data's on the holodeck. Yeah, but no, but back to the bandy bit. Because oh, right, okay. right, right. oh, I don't know. I didn't write that note, so I can't tell. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> well, I'll put it. Uh, <laughs> boy, George, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Picard's not happy, and Cropper's uh, not happy. And the, as Picard goes out, he goes, "Well, I hope." the Fringe enjoyed you like they did the last 
people they ate or something. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I do we don't know who the Frenchie are at this point. No. They hadn't really established who they were either. No. Yeah, but as you say, Riken is... You and I need more information before we can make our recommendations to Starfleet. No objections to that. But I'm puzzled over you bringing a Betazoid to this meeting. If her purpose, sir, is to probe my thoughts... I can sense only strong emotions, Grappler. I'm only half Betazoid. My father was a Starfleet officer. I have nothing to hide, of course. Good, since we admire what we've seen of your construction techniques... Starfleet may be interested in your constructing star bases elsewhere, also. We are not interested in building other facilities. If I may, Captain. Then a trade grappler. Some things that you need in return for lending us architects and engineers who could demonstrate your techniques. Bandy do not enjoy leaving their home world. If Starfleet cannot accept that small weakness, then we will be forced unhappily to seek an alliance with someone like the Ferengi. Counsel, what is it? Do you want it described here, sir? Yes. No secrets here, if we're to be all friends. Agreed, Dropper? But we ourselves have nothing to hide, of course. Pain. Pain. Loneliness. Terrible loneliness. Despair. I'm not sensing the grappler, sir, or any of his people, but it's something very close to us here. The source of this grappler. Have you any idea? No. No, absolutely not. And I find nothing helpful or productive in any of this. And that's it. No other comment. Well, what do you expect of us? We offer you a base designed to your needs, luxurious by even human standards. While evading even our simplest questions about it. We'll adjourn for now. While we all reconsider our positions. Captain! The Ferengi would be very interested in a base like this. Fine. Let's hope they find you as tasty as they did their past associates. Find date and it's on holiday. The holodeck J4, apparently. 4J or something. Uh, He's trying to whistle, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, Riker calls him Pinocchio, doesn't he? He does. But the the only thing that I'd say about him at this next year, it's like they're trying to cram everything in. We've seen the the spaceship can detach itself, which never could happen before. Now we've got this holodeck... Yeah, that is real life, and you can touch everything, and it's real, and drink water and everything. Yeah. It's trying to show everything in one episode. This yeah. is all brand new stuff. Yeah, uh, although this was the pilot, the series has already been commissioned, so yeah. they didn't have to work as hard as they did. But they still, yeah. it still seems to fit everything into it. Yeah, they literally try to throw every every yeah. new piece of technology we've got, every new yeah. crew. Member, this is what it's going to look like, and we're going to show yeah. you all at once. Yeah, every all at once. And the bottom of them on the holodeck is sort of pointless, isn't it? It is pointless. As you say, Dana's sitting there trying to whistle. Yeah. Why he's five miles into the holodeck, I don't know. He's sitting right up a tree. <laughs> just sat in a room trying to whistle. Yeah. I mean, it's funny they're throwing at it. Yeah. Because this was a big set, wasn't it? It wasn't a little... No, it's, it's enormous, isn't it? Like I think it's got to be a, a garden sort of centre thing, isn't it, yeah. somewhere? Because it's all tropical... 
plants and stuff. There's a free of power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the point. Why is he so deep into this? Yeah. And why that? Yeah. He says he helps him feel more human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then Wesley's there. Wesley's there, falls in the river. Data lifts him up with one hand, and Wesley's like, wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've never seen Data before, have yeah. they? No sort of... Wesley wants to go to, onto the bridge. Oh, well, but uh, just before this bit, Wesley comes out of the holodeck with Data oh, yeah, and Riker yeah. and, and bump into Picard who's walking well, past. Well, and it's wet, isn't it? And it's dripping water everywhere. That's the weird thing. Says I should get a mop. It's, it's supposed to be a holodeck. But, but they, it does say some of the elements are real. Because yeah. it converts them from some other matter into this matter that makes it real. Yeah, but you'd know. still think when it came out and it was drying off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just turn it back again. Yeah. Because if you can turn it into one matter to the other, then it can change yeah. it back. Yeah, it's a little bit inconsistent yeah. with the later episodes yeah. as well. But yeah. So yeah, Wesley wants to go see the... Uh, he says to his mum, I really want to just to look at the bridge. Yeah. I'll just be on the lift with you. I won't get off. Because it turned out Picard was the one that brought his, his dad's his body dad back. Body back. So yeah. he, he doesn't recognise Will at that point. Like, it's, it's been a few years since that yeah. point. He yeah. knows Dr. Beverly Crusher, but he yeah. doesn't recognise him. No. Not, not without the context of his mum around him. Yeah. So uh, we're now back on the planet. Yeah. We? It's your... Geordie, Troy, uh, investigate the underground cabins. Yeah. Um, then I guess Riker and Data. What are they doing? They didn't say anything else, are they? They're going to see the old bandy city. city. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, they feel there's a presence in the tunnels, doesn't Yeah, they, they say the construction isn't right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something. Now we've got... I've got Troy Sand again. Yeah. <laughs> She's an empath, isn't she? So yeah, because uh, earlier on the, the bandy drop play wasn't happy. They brought an empath to the meeting. Yeah, like you don't trust me or something. But she can only sense emotions. So useless. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Crusher goes up to the bridge. Wesley, yeah, and Wesley appears behind her, and he's Picard's like. Well, it's weird because she obviously does this on purpose. Yeah, she hides in the corner of the lift. Yeah. So when the doors open, it's just Wesley in the lift. Yeah, and. Uh, Picard goes, children are not allowed on the bridge. Yeah. And she goes, I'm here. <laughs> I'm hiding in the corner here. <laughs> it's which my is, son. Which is bizarre, because how did she know at what point was Picard standing there for, for that effect to work? She knew. Yeah. She's planned it weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think there's a bit of an old flame thing going on there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. It's just the pilot, but yeah, we know it's there, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, but then uh, when Picard finds out this is Wesley, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, son, he says, "Well, come up to the bridge, have a look around." Yeah, he lets him sit in the seat, then yeah, he comes in the seat. Chair. And he, when Wesley starts going through all the stuff because he's there, and he's like, a call comes in, doesn't he? There's a perimeter alert. Yeah, yeah. And he says, there's a perimeter alert. I guess yeah, uh, yeah don't. he's not happy with knowing knowledge <laughs> no <laughs> you should know knowledge I only know knowledge get up <laughs> get out of my chair yeah but there is a problem trailer <laughs> yeah there's a there's a ship 12 times bigger than Enterprise coming to orbit the planet get me grapplers on and continue universal greetings on all frequencies. This is Zorn, Captain. Zorn, an unidentified vessel has entered into orbit with us. Do you know who it is? 
There are no ships scheduled to arrive until... I asked you if you knew who it is. You mentioned the Ferengi Alliance to me. But we've had no dealings with them. It, it was only a, th a thought. Are you certain? I promise you, Captain. We were making an empty threat. I wanted your cooperation. Forgive me. Definitely entering orbital trajectory, sir. It measures 12 times our volume, Captain. Sensors say we were just scanned, sir. Well, I've got here, yeah, the UFO appreciates the pack 12 times bigger. In the, I've got it, the Independence Day creature is lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do they know the way to the Earth? Because <laughs> it looks exactly like the creature it's from all, Independence it's Day. All, is that sort of shape? It's a jellyfish, isn't it? Later on, it is. This time it's still a ship shape. Well, yeah, but for say, it, it, it starts to change, doesn't it? That's what I was putting. Later on, it does. Yeah, because it's 12 times bigger. Yeah. It starts firing at the old city. Not yes. the new space station, but the old city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Troy Yard. Strange appears. <laughs> Boy George. Uh, no, no, he doesn't. Troy Yard and Jordy beam up. Um, Riker, Data get knocked out, don't they, in the old city ruins. Yeah. But then they're okay, they're just knocked to the ground. And then Picard orders Riker to get Zorn. Yes. Take him into custody. Yeah, Zorn's scared and disappears. The Q does turn up to just stick his oar in here, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So typical. Savage life forms never follow even their own rules. Get off my bridge! Interesting that order about phasers. Standing by on phasers, Captain. Please, don't let me interfere. Use your weapons. With no idea of who is on that vessel, my order was a routine safety precaution. Really? No idea of what it represents? The meaning of that vessel is as plain, as plain as the noses on your ugly little primate faces. And if you were truly civilized, Captain, wouldn't you be doing something about the casualties happening down there? Captain to CMO, are you reading any of this? Medical team's already preparing to beam down, Captain. Compliments on that, Doctor. Any questions? Starfleet people are trained to render aid and assistance whenever... But not trained in clear thinking. Let's consider your thoughts. You call us savages, and yet you knew those people down there were going to be killed. It is your conduct that is uncivilized. Sir, they're firing on the planet again. Go to maneuvering jets. Position us between that vessel and the planet. Force fields full on. Aye, sir. Impulse power to... We have no ship control, sir. It's gone. Uh... Got the captain argument. When they get to Zorn's office, he's disappears, then he's like he's beamed up. It's like a, a, a beam, but it's not them, they haven't done it. No. So they reckon it must be the other ship. Yeah, Captain has an argument with the doctor, I've got here. Oh yeah, there's an odd bit out of context. All this is going on and suddenly Picard's chatting with Beverly. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit strange in places, isn't it? Yeah, it's because there's a tense moment, but he just has to go and have a chat with Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. And um, then he... Then, uh, what is it? Um, you know, I've got number one goes to the ship. Yeah, it's Q suggests it. He says, why don't you beam over and land in part of the ship? Yeah. And Ruck says, yeah, I want to go. Yeah. And Q says, oh, he's quite good, isn't he? Yeah. It's much better than you, Picard. Yeah. <laughs> Even without a beard, you know. <laughs> Troy feels the ship's pain, doesn't it? Yeah. And knows. 
Oh yeah, Q's now dressed as a captain. Yeah, he is a Starfleet captain yeah. now. Uh, and she realises that the ship is actually after its partner. Well, the corridors of the ship are the same as the tunnels yeah. on the ground. Uh, Troy feels it's hanger and eight on this yeah. ship, whereas before it was sad and weak sad, and yeah. lonely. Uh, they find Zorn being, Grappler Zorn being held in a sort of torture beam. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know, yeah. Now, Q's back on the bridge at this point. Yeah, I've got Q. And he's and they, they say they can't beam them back or something. There's a reason they can't beam yeah. them back, and he says that. And um, I've got Picard. Basically, works it all out. No, well, well, Q's urging him to fire at it, isn't he? Yeah, he wants him to. to, to oh, he's trying to because <laughs> it's firing on the bandy city. He says, "Yeah, you've got to defend." Yeah, Picard wants to move the ship in the way. Yeah, but then all the power goes out to the ship, and he can't move it. Yeah, which is Q's doing or something. Yeah. But then he says, look, I'll do anything, I'll accept whatever punishment you want, just get my people back. And some of these people turn back up on the bridge, and he says, a deal, Captain, and then Rucker says, he didn't do it. Mm. <laughs> it was the ship that freed us. Yes. As, as you say, now they start to work it all out. Yeah. Ship turns into a giant jellyfish. Your time is up, Captain. Transporter Chief, do you have their coordinates? Transporter Chief! He can't hear you, Captain. Transporter Chief, come in! I have people in trouble over there, Q. My people are in trouble. Let me help them, please. I'll do whatever you say. You'll do whatever I say. Seems I did make that bargain. The agreement isn't valid, sir. It wasn't Q that saved us. Save yourself. It may attack you now. It was that which sent us back, Captain. Yes, sir. It is not merely a vessel. Somehow it is alive. She lies. Destroy it while you have a chance. Make phasers and photon torpedoes ready. No. Do nothing he demands. Captain, that thing was killing my people. Was there a reason? It is an unknown, Captain. Isn't that enough? If you'd earn that uniform you're wearing, you'd know that the unknown is what brings us out here. Wasted effort considering human intelligence. Let's test that. Beginning with the tunnels you have under Farpoint, Groppler. Identical to those on the space vessel life form over there. Why was it punishing you, Groppler? In return for some pain, you'd given another creature. We've done nothing wrong. It was injured. We helped it. Thank you. That was the missing element. Lieutenant Yar, rig main phaser banks to deliver an energy beam. Aye, sir. You're right, Captain. It has to be conceivable that somewhere in this galaxy there could exist creatures able to convert energy into matter. And into specific patterns of matter, just as our transporters do. On the viewer, Captain. Station immediately. He lies, Captain. Shouldn't you let his people die? 
Transmit the message. Leave Farpoint Space Station immediately. Then it was a pair of creatures I was sensing. One down there, in grief and pain. The other up here, filled with anger. And firing not on the new space station, but on the bandy and their city. Attacking those who had captured... Captured its mate. Energy being ready, sir. Lock it in on Farpoint Station. I see now it was too simple a puzzle. Generosity has always been my weakness. Let it have whatever it can absorb. Energize. Discontinue. Droplet's on. There'll soon be no Farpoint Station, if I'm right about this. A lucky guess. Finds its mate, which is basically underneath the old bandy city. It is the old, oh yeah, it's the, it's, it's the new space station. It's this creature we can change yeah. into things and and they decide to shoot energy at it to yeah. repair it. They said the bandy, the bandy guy, Droplet's all says, though, it came to us, it was hurt. And because our planet has energy, it refreshed itself, but they said you only gave it enough to keep it there, yeah. like a prisoner. But then they give it enough energy so it can lift off. It's all nice and cosy. Yeah. It's a, it's a, and then it helps it with its energy. The two aliens meet and drift together. Hand in hand. Yeah. Great joy and gratitude. Oh, repeat. She says it's only time. Yeah. Great joy and gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, obvious woman. <laughs> yeah. I think I've written here, Troy make obvious comment. <laughs> now, uh, Q says, uh, obviously this puzzle was a bit too simple, you know. Yeah. I should have chosen a different puzzle, harder one. Yeah. I may return. Yeah, and the guy just says, get off the bridge. Yeah, Lee, get off my ladder. <laughs> Why? Do you use other life forms for your recreation? If so, you've not provided the best. Leave us! We've passed your little test. Temper, temper, mon capitaine. Get off my ship. I do so only because it suits me to leave. I will not promise never to appear again. Captain's log, stardate 41174.2. The agreement for the rebuilding of Farpoint Station has been completed by my instructions. All stations, ready for departure, sir. Some problem, Riker. Just hoping this isn't the usual way our missions will go, sir. Oh, no, number one. I'm sure most will be much more interesting. Let's see what's out there. Engage. Enjoy the eye, Michael. <laughs> so then, and then Picard just sits there and so, so let's see what's out there. Yeah, engage. There's, there's a little bit where it says though we work together, we build a station yeah. here with the bandy people. And yeah. We'll rebuild this station. But it's yeah, it just but it's not make it so. It's engage. Yeah, he it says. Yeah, make it so it doesn't come into this one. With the creatures engaged. 
Well, possibly. <laughs> possibly. They seem to know each other. <laughs> and that was the first episode of the yeah. next generation. Yeah. Now, I know you don't like this, do you? You wasn't overly fond of the next generation. Well, you, like, the series, yes, you, it's your favourite, but. That's not my favourite. How dare you? How well, dare you imply oh, such things? It's your favourite. You wasn't keen on the. The first two seasons weren't great. Yeah. So I really weren't looking forward to visiting. The, I'd only watched it once before. That's how much uh, I didn't care about this episode. So that was my second, like, my second time watching it. I mean, years it's been. It's. I must admit, I didn't find it as arduous as I thought. It's not bad. No. It's it's not bad. I having. Yeah. Like you were saying, they tried to get a lot of elements in there. They tried to get everything in there, didn't they? It's like, look what we can do. We can separate the ship. We can now do this hollow deck that no one's ever seen before. Yeah. Now, um, I think a lot of it is that ILM did the special effects for this. And it was still quite good, weren't they? Even by today's standards. Yeah. Yeah. But they wanted to get as much in as they could so they could reuse the footage (laughs) later on and elsewhere, obviously. Well, I mean, we've got to remember, this was brought back, basically, to the fans, wasn't it? They really... Star Trek had long gone. Long, yeah, long, long gone. gone. It's about 20 years, you know, yeah, later. Easily, yeah. yeah. And so they really wanted to bring this back. They obviously wanted to bring it back and make it, yeah, as good yeah. as they can. I mean, Star Wars has been and gone. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, what, three Star Wars? Definitely two. <laughs> yeah. three, the three original Star Wars films. Now, they're yeah. up against something really big, aren't they, you know? I know Star Trek's a different thing, but they need to get that fan base, don't they, sort yeah. of thing going. But they did, they tried to get everything going in this. Well, originally, you know, before the motion picture, there was going to be a Star Trek phase two. All right. Um, but because of Star Wars, they thought, oh, we, we can make this into a film. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the sets of Next Generation were redressings of that phase two project, because it got quite a way into the production. All right, yeah. And stuff, yeah, so... And that was a scene with most of the original crew back, apart from, I think, Leonard Nimoy. But there were some disputes there. Well, there's always going to be, isn't there? We know there's not... They didn't always get on, did they, should we say? Well, I think this is more Paramount and yeah. uh, CBS and, you know, some, rather than the actors. No, no. Still, the actors didn't quite no, get on. No, there's been a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> it's been an awful lot. No, I, I mean, you talked about it for an hour on the last episode, so... Well, I know. <laughs> I, I, went, I went into great depth about it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, Defoss Kelly, he worked for pay at scale in this. So he didn't demand big money. He just said, I've worked for a normal rate. What do you think, so, the bit that he's got yeah, in Yeah, it? I mean, he could have demanded something big, though. They wanted, one, they wanted the original in there, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That they are going all out to get everything they can into this one yeah. episode. Yeah, but apparently the, there was no bit in the original for there to be an engine room, so they didn't build one. So then Gene Roddenberry thought, you know what, I want an engine room set built. So he wrote it into the script. So that's the bit where you see Wolf walk into the engine room. <laughs> he wrote that bit just so they could build an engine room scene. <laughs> <laughs> so they have the set there already. Um, it's like uh, you probably tell this anyway, but um, there was some debate how long the pilot should be. Uh, I think uh, Gene Roddenberry only wanted an hour pilot, mm. whereas the studio wanted a two-hour, you know, of double episode, hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, so all the qubits were added later. Yeah, it says here, you know, like you were saying, there's 176 episodes, but uh, Farpoint 
and all good things are split into two. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. And you could see this was splitting. Right, it, it was. It could have been done shorter. Yeah, well, you, you can see the cube was added in, couldn't you? You can yeah. see it, it didn't flow with the rest of the story, really. No. But it's probably the best bit of the story, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. <laughs> the cube catch is probably the highlight of it. It is, but again, it's like they're getting in this super, super, super being straight away. Yeah, it's, it's going to early be, doors, yeah. yeah. He is going to appear throughout the whole series, however episode that might be at that point. But he's going to be reappearing yeah. all the time. Now, apparently, the director of this one shot at such a fast pace that the episode was coming up short. And that's why the added scenes were in there, like Picard talking to Beverly, ah. Beverly talking to Geordie. They were added in to stretch it out a bit. Ah. So that's why they don't flow. <laughs> well, they really don't flow, do they? No, they, they don't. They're in, in the wrong places. So. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, all hell's letting loose, and suddenly he's, he's the car's talking to Beverly. Yeah, I think the battle bridge was actually uh, used from the Star Trek the motion picture. It did look familiar. Yeah, there's <laughs> a free dressing of that set. Yeah, <laughs> but no, overall, overall, it's it's not as good as the cage. It's not, is it? It's good. Yeah, but it's not that good. Uh, yeah, it's. It has a problem of being very 80s. <laughs> I, yeah, it's set in the future, but you can tell it's 80s. <laughs> yeah, I just have a problem. They try and put everything into it. Yeah, far too much. Yeah, it's like we could have kept the saucer that it splits. Yeah, later on, get that going yeah. into a later episode, or we can. We can, uh, holodecks. They didn't need yeah. to have it at the all. Holodeck can be used in a later episode. Yeah. That's what gets to it, yeah. Is that why? Why put it all in in one go? These are things that could be kept back. Yeah, absolutely. And then, to be fair, he didn't really need either of those scenes. No, you could have chopped them up and chopped them out, and it would have still been. It would have still been fine. Yeah, it would have still worked okay. Yeah. Okay, you know, you slightly changed the Riker a bit because of the battle. Death of Battle of the Battle Bridge. Battle Bridge. Yeah, and sort of being put back together yeah. and all that. That wouldn't have taken much to rewrite that. No, it wouldn't. But obviously, they wanted it a certain name because this is the best compromise they could come up with, yeah. I think. I mean, none of the actors on this thought this would last more than a season. <laughs> yeah, and that's just funny enough, though, they were actually all signed up for eight years, eight seasons. They were, yeah. But none of them thought we'd get past the first one. Yeah. I think it's well known that um, Patrick Stewart didn't actually unpack the first few years of doing this. <laughs> it would end any time. Well, the problem was they knew what they were following, didn't they? Although it was 20 years later. Yeah. I think, you know, luckily there was no internet at the time. No. There was no Twitter or <laughs> Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think that kind of saved them. They did, didn't it? Yeah, there they... might have been a few letters, but, you yeah, know, not everyone sees them. They're not out there. No public domain. No, it, you, it, I'm only seeing them by waiting for the next week's episode. That's right. Yeah, I think in today's culture, it wouldn't have got anywhere. Uh, I don't know. I think it might have, but there's not that many greats. I mean, they had problems, obviously, in the first two seasons. There was a writers' strike as well at one point during the yeah, production, right. uh, but it got better. <laughs> come to season three really hitting their own stride and doing their own yeah I must admit I've never really watched all of them I don't think I've watched odd ones yeah 
Well, I can't There's a lot of it there. There's an awful lot of it there. Um, like all great series, some of them are bloody awful, boring, and you're like, oh. yeah, it is always that. <laughs> if you've got a 24 episode show, some yeah. of them are just going to be filler, yeah. all bottle episodes, and yeah. <laughs> and they sort of wane you for a while, sort of thing. Uh, then when it's good, it's really good. So yeah. it's, it yeah, it they, yeah, they did make some good ones, and they made quite a few homages to the original, didn't they? Yeah. Isn't there one where they all go back in time? Uh, what's the original one where they go through the mirror? Oh. And they meet Joan Collins. Oh, well, they sit on the edge of a, forever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They do a similar thing, don't they? It's sort of thing. Thing. No. <laughs> I thought there was one. I saw. I know they, they, they dress up. Is there another one where they Wild West or something? They, they all sit on the holodeck when the holodeck goes wrong. Yeah. The holodeck goes wrong a lot. It has to be said, it's yeah. not, not great technology. No, apparently not. Once again, it's probably Microsoft. Microsoft holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> so, loading. Loading, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Leonard Nimoy is in it later on as well. Is it hard? He does a two-part, I was in, yeah. And uh, Scotty is in an episode as well. Yeah, I think I've seen Scotty. Yeah, one. it's quite good. <laughs> I mean, the show that I old it was, it, you can get it on VHS, which I know you probably did. No, I never did. No, 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 you can get it on VHS. Laser disc. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it came out. Uh, collect, there was, not only did they do the whole thing, but they also did four themed collections or box sets. Oh, God. Uh, the Borg Collective. Yeah, they did that. The Hugh Wolf. Remember when uh, has come out and they were like 80 quid for a yeah, film? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's an early days of VHS, isn't yeah. it? Uh, it's got here that the problem with the laser disc that. One of the episodes they uh, used was a, a bad master tape. Oh, right. It Sub Rosa or something, episode 166. Oh, it's a terrible episode, anyway. Um, so it's missing four and a half minutes. <laughs> Thank God for that. The shorter that episode, the better. Of course, DVDs, yeah. the DVD collection, and we've got the Blu ray collection as well. Yes, of course, I think it has to be on Blu ray there. Yeah. I mean, I've only just brought the entire series on DVD. Yeah. I think the whole thing costs me like 20 quid. <laughs> yeah. Because the Blu rays are out now, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'd say it's good, but I can't mark it up as much as uh, the cage. Yeah, I mean, the cage was like 9 and 9, wasn't it? Yeah. Our first one we done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnant pause. Yeah. And, yeah. and the other one, well, Shatner is a 10. Yeah, you know, Shatner's always going to be up higher. Yeah, 9.5, I think you gave it. And <laughs> well, I, I did demand it was a 10, but you, you knocked it down to 9.5. Because uh, Ted is not as good as Batman. <laughs> no. Which is a pure 10. Duffy's as good as Batman. <laughs> no, I don't think Batman did. Anyway, so what do you want to give this on its own merits? On its own, own merits. I'll, I'll give it an 8.5. Oh, well, that's still quite I high. It is high, it is high. 
Enterprise is both four, four. but we're doing it last week because it was the last year. Really. It's the last year, yeah. So you've got to do it that It's not way. Star Trek Discovery, that's not up yet. <laughs> no, we're this. Well, you can't do Voyager first and then go straight into the original series. No. <laughs> Voyager was after anyway. <laughs> not Voyager, Enterprise. Enterprise yeah. yeah. But that will be next time. Indeed, it will be. So, we might possibly get more facts wrong. Oh, we don't, don't really, will we? Oh, I, I, I stake my shirt on him. <laughs> Let's beam out there. Bye bye. Bye bye. really much of a fast food eater. Yeah? Can you read my mind? Can you tell what I'm thinking right now? I'm thinking shut up and get a salad. I want some McNuggets. We'll get to you, Brent. I want a hamburger. No, a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. You'll get nothing and like it. Uh, hello? Yes, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? Oh, hailing frequencies open, huh? <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, we're gonna get uh, uh, two McChicken sandwiches and a Diet Coke and... Uh, uh, what do you want, Michael? I make DLT. No, I already told you they don't make those anymore. You know, sometimes it's a regional thing. You could ask. No McDonald's anywhere makes a McDLT anymore. I'd love a shamrock shake if they got any of those. It's September, Jonathan. Stewie, can I take this headband off? No, LeVar, you're blind. That's the only way you can see. I'm just saying they have all the ingredients for a McDLT. Just hang on, all right? There's a lot of us. There's a lot of... It's a big order. What time do they stop serving breakfast? It's three o'clock. Some of them serve breakfast all day. No, they don't serve breakfast all day! Do they have beer? All right, everybody got your bowling shoes. Everybody got your balls. I don't have my shoes. Jonathan, we were just up at the counter. Why didn't you get your shoes? I don't have my shoes either. What the hell? You need your shoes to bowl. Now, why exactly can I not wear my loafers? What is the danger there? Because, Patrick, because, Patrick, those are the rules. Well, I think it's just because they want another dollar fifty from me. All right, I'm putting our names in. Brent. No, no, don't put Brent. Oh. Put Rock Kickass. I don't know how to change it. I already typed it in. For mine, put Dirk Diggler. I'm not going to put everyone as a fake name. How do you want to do the teams? How about the white guys against the black guys? Patrick, don't be an instigator. I have to pee. Brent, take Michael to the bathroom, please. Okay. Look at me. I've got girl boobs. I have ever had the misfortune of spending an extended period of time with. I hope you all... Die. I still have five prize tickets from the carnival. There was nothing for five tickets. We've been over this. Well, but Lavar and I were going to pool ours for the fuzzy troll pencil topper. Oh, yeah? You gonna share that? Yeah, we were gonna share it. Really? How's that gonna work? Three days at my house, three days at Lavar's, and alternating Sundays. For a pencil topper? I have to pee again. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs>